Good afternoon, everyone. You're welcome once again to Sportsline Show here on Scarab Bay Community Radio in association with Derek Credit Union. And on today's show, I'm joined as always by co-presenter uh, Pat McNamara. And we have a special guest in studio with us today. It's Pam Abodaik. It's Eric McNamara, who is a coaching, personal development and mindfulness coach. And he's going to tell us his story in a, in a few moments. First of all, Pat we had major hurling weekend last weekend. This weekend is a major Camogie weekend, and we've the senior Camogie semi-finals and the intermediate championship Camogie semi-finals. You might kind of go through there. First of all, I suppose we better start with the local team, the reigning Munster Club champions, Scarafagunlo, coming up in their all fours, Aina Kilnamona. So, how did you see this one going, Pat? Yeah, it's going to be feast to Camogie this weekend, Lee, obviously. Thankfully for that as well, looking forward to a big time. Uh, great rivalry between Scarafagunlo and Aina Kilnamona and Reese over the, over the last six or seven years I suppose uh, Aina Kilnamona the Kingpins for many years um, Scarafagunlo and I suppose True Clannard have come up uh, into the pecking order and I suppose you could say Scarafagunlo have overtaken Aina Kilnamona and they've won two monsters which is a massive achievement but um, Aina Kilnamona I suppose will be waiting for this one for a long long time but I've been very very impressed by Scarafagunlo um, we know now at this stage all the experienced players what they're bringing to the table I mean if you take Moray Scanlon if you take Amy Barrett Kira Dyle, Ron Kira, and, uh, and a number of others, uh, but it's the younger players particularly who have taken to this to this challenge unbelievably well, and uh, those young players, to my mind, are the best young players in the county, no question, and um, they seem to be totally comfortable comfortable playing senior camogie. Uh, they've got very strong. Their touch is great. They play very clever hurling. They've won a minor, another minor, obviously as well. So uh, their minor performance in in that final was absolutely. Top drawer, I think was one of the best. I, I don't think I've seen minor camogie played like that before in my in my lifetime. But camogie I have watched, the standard was exceptional when they when they hammered through Clonard in that minor final. So those four or five players, plus the experienced ones, mean that I think Scarfoglin are, are in a really good place. I think Kildamona, as we know, great experience, savagely talented county players there at various levels over the years as well. So it's going to be a massive struggle, and I think it's going to be a marvelous game. But I can't see this Scarfoglin team beaten. If the weather is reasonably well and conditions are reasonably good and pitches are still fairly dry, uh, despite the, the recent rains, they had a great chance to keep dry over the summer there with the lack of rain. So it's going to take a while for pitches to cut up. And I think, I think Scarlett Fogunlo will take this one. I just think that all over the field there isn't there doesn't seem to be a weak link. And when you look at the bench, there's always three or four players able to kind to make a difference also. So I'll be tipping Scarlett Fogunlo there with a little bit of confidence. And then turn on the second one through Clendera and Kilmady. And you said off air there, when we saw Kilmady the first evening against Scarlet Fogunlo, it is hard to believe, Pat, that they're in um, a Camogie semi-final. And they were there a couple of years ago. And only for a couple of poor decisions, and we shouldn't be berating referees, but on the same day, a couple of poor decisions, and they were in a county final. Absolutely. And um, I cannot, as you said, correctly said there, I mean, it is about six or seven weeks ago, maybe eight, we were down a beautiful, beautiful summer's evening down in Clooney, we saw them playing Scarlett in the opener, I don't know how many weeks ago that is, and Kilmele, first of all, they seem to be under strength, but secondly, they seem to have no spirit, no heart, no drive, they were just going through the motions, and, and, the, team, and, the, team, and the team speech was motivational as well. <laughs> so we were close enough to it, but um, <coughs> obviously they've got their act together since, and they've had a good run, and um, look at they have some very very good players up there, and I mean we know what they did last year, so they can be, they they can be highly competitive. But I think through Clonard Leo, not unlike Scarfagunlo, I think they're at a different level also. And I think, you know, again we know from last year's county final and replay how very how good they are, super 
uh, spread of uh, obviously intercounty experience as well without naming without naming the same old individuals all the time. But I mean they have some super players and Sinead Hogg and the and the the the, the, the Emer Kelly and you know and they've brought and they've brought in Bigley back this year. Powell's brought in Bigley, um, Michelle Caulfield, all of those you know a really really lot of talent there, and. Um, I expect True Clannard definitely will should beat Kilmealy as uh, maybe Kilmealy have completely transformed since the last day we saw them and they must have to some extent but I don't think they'll transform enough to beat this True Clannard team so I'm predicting a scarf for going to True Clannard final again uh, in a couple of weeks time Pat one, one side note Pat both semi-finals are on in Father McNamara Park right mm. this is one that I can't get my head around and the, the intermediate semi-finals are outside in even you know, better pitches better surfaces it just the mind boggles. I suppose it's that they want their, their flagship games to be in their own pet pitch. I suppose which is fair enough. It's a great though. facility in terms of look at the pitch itself is decent enough. Uh, f- Ablis facilities the pavilion and, and meeting rooms and dressing rooms are spotless. Uh, it's all fin stuff now as well, and there's, you know there's a bit enough car parking there. Other than that, for senior games, I don't think of that importance. People be parking outside it. Look, it's a fabulous facility. It's the envy of a number of counties that are, are strong in Camogie. But having said that, I suppose. Isn't there a case to be made for bringing those senior semi-finals to a real, you know, I suppose a stadium with a, with a perfect, or let's say a stadium, a venue with a, a really, really, really top-class pitch and maybe more more parking facilities and that kind of thing, and maybe a covered stand as well. But look, we, power beat from us to criticise the Camogie authorities. They they have such a great job done in promoting Camogie and Clare and getting this uh, venue off the ground. So look at, uh, we'll go with them and say that, that they're, they've made a wise decision. We can have the administration again, Pat. Go to the intermediate semi-finals there and beaten finals last year. Wake it. Coming up, <coughs> coming up again, uh, Clare Castle anyway. This is going to be a sticky one, Pat. And well, and well it could be. Uh, now, the only teams I've seen in intermediate Camogie this year played each other uh, a couple of weeks back. Whitegate versus Tulla, so I can be, I'll be able to... I'm obviously familiar with Whitegate and a bit familiar with Tulla. I haven't seen Clare this year or Airog, but they're always knocking on the door at intermediate level. And uh, both are... You know, competitive sides with plenty of numbers, and uh, I'm sure they'll bring out all the stops for the semi final. Quite get uh, very unlucky last year's final, and this year they looked like a team on a mission to me that evening. That they played taller there a couple of weeks back in the intermediate. I thought they were highly impressive, hardly a weak link again. I mean, there's so many top players there, you know, for the Evergreen Three and Kelly and Lauren Solon and goals, the Hickey's up front. They have a lot going for them, and I, I just was very, very impressed with them. And, um, Susan Fahey as well, of course. Susan Fahey, of course, outstanding <laughs> on the evening. Yeah, and you could keep naming players. Susan Fahey was outstanding on the evening. And uh, so they have great score. They have scored in Powerly, and I think at intermediate level, you know, to have three or four scoring forwards is probably exceptional. Uh, regular, and, and I mean, I mean, regularly scoring forwards from play. So maybe the, maybe the firing power up front will tip the, the scales in my gate's favour. I know Clarkson Bellier won't go down under a fight, and I mean they have Dylan Murphy, who is a the brilliant, brilliant goal. What a goalkeeper she's been for Clare all, all all this last year or two, and I mean, well, wherever the player, they should be outfield. Outfield should be playing. I think she played always out the forwards before. If she's if she's half as good out the field for Bellier or Castle Bellier as she has been in goals for Clare, she will take a lot of stopping on her own. But I think overall, I think Whitegate, based on last year's experience and the determination I saw and the quality of the last day, I think they're good enough to, to win the semi final. And then looking at Tola Pet, would it be could we make it an East? Would it be an East Air final, do you think? Well, I suppose maybe our um, hearts are rolling our head here, but uh, 
I was impressed enough with Tolly that, that last day they were missing breeding dining, but she told us when we interviewed her that she was on the way back. She was hoping to be back very shortly. I'm assuming she's going to line out. And I mean, she's a serious forward and she's a strong, strong girl and she's a busy, busy player and she takes marking. Um, Sinead Collin was a very, very good the last day. Uh, young Aoife Dooley, Jennifer Nicholas, um, Aoife Breeding's sister at centre back. Um, oh, yeah. Ava McInerney, if she comes in, she was injured the last day. I think she's a lovely young player as well. And, uh, you know, again, not having seen a rogue. We know they should have a very, very competitive side. But yet, they've been, they've been around that last few years and haven't done a whole lot, barring, barring uh, just being being competitive enough. So, I can go to the heart rule the head and say, yes, we'll have an East Clare team, get another East Clare team in the final total. But again, now, that's been familiar with them, not familiar with a rogue. And uh, there, maybe they're a bit more experienced at this level than some of the younger Tuller players. But Tuller, I thought, were put it up to my gate for as long as possible and as, as much as possible. They just didn't have the answer to it. What I think is an outstanding white gate team. And if you had to ask me who would win it out, I would be tipping white gate anyway. I think they're a step ahead of everybody. Yeah, it'll be great to see a white gate at Tuller final. And look, we wish all the players and every all involved <coughs> very best looked uh, this weekend. And Pat, thank you very, very much for that.